This is the Authority Partners Podcast. Welcome to the Authority Partners Podcast. Today, my guest in studio is Dino Buljubasic, who is a lead system engineer at Authority Partners. Welcome, Dino. Thank you, Asya. Dino completed his higher education at the prestigious Monash University in Melbourne, Australia, where he gained his Bachelor of IT and System degree. His career began at the National Australia Bank, where he worked as a business analyst and gained knowledge of the banking industry. His more extensive experience was at IBM Australia as a Wintel system engineer, where he he worked on the providing support for large corporate companies, including Toyota, Heinz, etc. After his return to Bosnia, he worked for one of the leading system integrators in BIH, King ICT. This experience enabled him to enhance his knowledge and skills by working on a various important projects in many different industries across the country, including public sector and government. Today, we will talk about very interesting topic, system engineer as a Swiss army knife of IT. Dino, uh, can you tell us what is a system engineer? Well, first of all, thank you, Asya, for the introduction. I'd like to use this opportunity to praise this idea of a podcast, as I believe it is a great way to learn something new. And also, it's a great opportunity for everyone to actually share their knowledge and experience with others. So, what is a systems engineer? There are several different definitions, and I believe it all comes down to who you are asking and what they are referring to. For example, if you ask someone from the IT world, Most of the time you will get an answer that it is a person that designs, builds and maintains complex IT infrastructure systems. The key word here being infrastructure. On the other hand, if you ask someone from the outside of IT, they'll most probably remove that infrastructure word from the previous definition and put all IT engineers in that same basket software, infrastructure, etc. So based on that, you have different companies adopting different ways of defining this role. And that brings us to authority partners where we have defined a systems engineer to be a person who is responsible for designing, implementing, maintaining or troubleshooting IT systems and network solutions. So what does a system engineer do? Well, as the title of the podcast says, it's a Swiss army knife of IT or in translation, it's the one position that must cover many different aspects of IT and we often carry out variety of tasks. Um, those tasks can include implementation and maintenance of all installed systems and infrastructure from hardware components, networking equipment, operating systems, application software and system management tools. Also, in Authority Partners, we're responsible for providing support to our consultants from the most simple to most complex requests and problems. So as you can see, it's a very complex position, covers wide variety of technologies and tasks, but it's very, very interesting. Well, it is. Uh, we often hear the term system administrator or sysadmin. Uh, so what is the difference between that and system engineer? Well, these two titles or job descriptions, um, they're used so interchangeably that it is often, it's impossible to differentiate them. Some people might argue that systems engineer outranks a system administrator. And while that might be the case in some companies, you can't really apply that everywhere. In theory, there is a distinction. Systems engineers, they deal with planning, design and implementation of a network or a system, while the systems administrators manage and the ongoing support for those same systems. So to put it very simply, Systems engineers design a car and system administrators, they build and maintain that same car. In reality, however, very often design, planning, implementation and later support and maintenance, it's all performed by the same person. So that is where the distinction line becomes very, very thin. In fact, you will very rarely come across a situation where you have a systems administrator and system engineer in the same team. At least that's the case for so-called smaller to medium companies. Larger companies might have that more often. Most of the companies simply pick one title and just go with it. Personally, 
I don't really care how they call me or what my title is, but I must say that throughout my career, I've been actively performing both roles at the same time. And for me, I think that's the best mixture. And how does a system engineer fit in a software development world? Well, to be completely honest, I, I asked myself this same question when I first thought about joining Authority Partners. Um, I thought I won't be challenged enough, I will be bored, I'll have repetitive tasks and all those negative things, but it turned out to be completely opposite from that. It is actually a very interesting bond, and I'm very happy I chose this part. As I mentioned in the introduction, I come from a strictly infrastructure background, and I worked for systems integrator companies. We did not have much contact with the software development world. At Authority Partners, this contact or relationship with the software development is a daily occurrence. You have to understand many aspects of software development in order to provide support and assistance, not just to our colleagues, but also to clients who almost expect you to know it all. I've learned so much in the past five years since I joined Authority Partners and I must say it opened my views, provided me with some great experience and I believe that every systems engineer or system administrator must know some development to have a so-called complete and successful career and the same goes for software engineers. They must have some infrastructure knowledge to be really good at what they do. I believe this is best described in the most spoken about IT world in the past few years and that is DevOps which is the process that probably forced assist administrators and developers to collaborate more than ever before. It sort of forced both sides to learn more about what the other one does, and I believe this is great. So my recommendation to anyone from the systems engineering world who might be listening to this and wondering should they accept a challenge and work in a software development company, I would say a strong yes, give it a go. And what is the greatest challenge of your job? Um, there are many challenges, just like in any other job. But considering everything I said before, you can imagine some challenges are good, some bad, some are big, some small. For example, when you start a career in IT, there is one thing you must immediately understand and accept. This is not a nine to five job and requires a lot of time and effort. You must be prepared to constantly learn and improve your skills and learn new technologies. All those are challenges that you have to face and be prepared to handle. But one thing that always comes to my mind when we speak about different challenges, um, you have to accept to be sort of invisible and that your job or tasks very often will be taken for granted. You know, when everything works as expected, and that is most of the time, people think, oh, they don't do much, they play Counter-Strike, they play Call of Duty and have plenty of spare time. But they ignore the fact that in order to get those systems to work fine and flawlessly, a lot of time, knowledge and effort has been put in by the systems engineers and administrators. So many times we would prevent or fix something before the actually happens. So that's where my reference for invisibility comes. On the other hand, when something breaks, everyone knows about it and we are the first ones to be in trouble. But you know, you get used to it. They say it gets easier after the first hundred years in the position. Oh yeah, and that sounds a lot like a PR communication job. Like every when everything is flawless, it's just kind of, it's happening, yeah. it's there. But once you have some negative media coverage than the PR persons are in the spotlight. Yeah, they're always to blame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dino, what would you say are the key characteristics that successful system engineer must have? What's the profile? Oh, well, you'll probably hear it most of the time that continuous learning is something that you have to do all the time. Technologies and methodologies, they're constantly changing and staying up to date it's absolutely essential if you're serious about this job. Um, you have to have good problem-solving skills. Um, as I mentioned before, apart from those cool new stuff that we might install and maintain and cool new gadgets you play with, as systems engineer in, in Authority Partners, we deal with a lot of support requests. So the effect of problem-solving is a must. Um, there's also communication. 
It's an essential skill, really. You have to be able to understand and translate technical processes into regular terms and vice versa. We must communicate with users, clients, management. They all have different ways of communicating and we have to be able to understand all of them and translate them into what makes more sense to us. So we must be prepared. Also, there are a lot of other things that are important, like analysis, creativity, or thinking outside of the box, logical thinking, teamwork. They're all characteristics. You, you can't really overlook them. I have to say that it's impossible for an individual to have all these at the start of their careers. But the good news is you will build those as your career progresses and you will get better at most of them. And to add one more thing, throughout my career, I found that these non-technical characteristics have been more important than technical knowledge as they will enable you to gain that technical skills and find your solution for anything. Is there uh, like any difference in terms of IT industry, like when you worked, you know, if you can compare Australia and Bosnia-Herzegovina and well, the authority partners has uh, many offices in different places, different regions, different continents. So is there a difference? Well, not really. Um, at the end of the day, um, you support users, you deal with the same technology. So um, there's not much difference. I think the biggest difference would be in terms of the sizing of the companies you work for and the size of the clients you work for. For example, in Australia, I work for IBM, and that is a company that has thousands of employees, thousands of uh, IT professionals. So basically what happens, um, you might get a team where you just deal with one single thing. You are just, um, I don't know, you, you're dealing with antivirus or you're dealing only with firewalls. There's another team that deals with operating systems. And here in, in Bosnia, for example, it's completely different. You are Swiss army knife, literally. You do all the things. And as I mentioned before, for system administrators, you design, you build, you maintain, you support, you, you do everything from, from the grounds up to the very support um, for, for an IT system. So that, that would probably be the major difference. But in reality, um, if, you, if you love this job, you will find that it's probably the same in, in all parts of the world. Great. And that's really good thing about the IT industry itself. Um, do you have any advice for people interested in pursuing a career in a system engineering and administration? Just do it. Go for it. You know, to me, this is the best job in the world. Um, there are no two days that are the same and you never get you get never ending satisfaction when you fix or implement something that helped someone. Um, you get to learn many new technologies, play with a lot of cool hardware and gadgets. So it, it's really fantastic. As I mentioned earlier, it's very important to stay up to date. It's the most important probably piece of advice I can give. It's nice to have a degree or a certificate, but staying up to date and constantly learning, making sure you understand what's new in the engineering world. That's essential. If you're just starting, invest your personal time to learn new things and to improve existing ones. With time, you'll probably learn a little about everything in IT and I believe that's a great thing with this position. And on top of that, a bit of a funny side to it. There aren't many jobs out there that get their own day. Sysadmin day is actually on the 31st of July. So please, everyone, show your appreciation for your sysadmins and engineers. And let's cheer to all system admins. <laughs> exactly. Dina, thank you very much for being with us today. Uh, it was a great, great pleasure talking to you. Thank you, Asya. Thank you for listening to Authority Partners podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>